This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 28th of April. Trouble in NFT paradise, oh, no. Justin. Bored Ape Yacht Club revealed that its Insta account has been hacked. Like and the criminals tricked users into losing around 3 million US dollars worth of NFTs. That really hurts. B-Man, Australia's annual inflation is officially at its highest rate in over 20 years. I know. It hit a whopping 5.1%. And you know what that usually means? Rate hikes could be coming soon than we think. Maybe as early as next week. Three spooky stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first, one of Canva's most recent investors has just slashed the value of its investment in Canva by 30% Ooh. after a major drop in the share price of other tech companies. <laughs> Talk about buyer's remorse, Brett. What is the story? Well, Canva is the Aussie unicorn known for making design a tad more easy. You know, Brett, it lets Joe Blows like you actually think mm. you can be a designer. And uh, it kind of blew up faster than Jack Harlow's glamorous <laughs> remake. We're talking a $55 billion valuation. That was in September last year. But here's the thing. One of Canva's major investors, Franklin Templeton, just reviewed its recent investment in Canva and said, nah, it ain't worth what it was last year. In other words, Franklin thought they'd cut their investment in Canva by just over a third, meaning they reckon Canva is now worth around 37 bill. But Brett, other investors, they're staying strong on Canva's valuation. But it just goes to show that private markets are a lot trickier to value than public ones. Mm, so what What's the key learning here? Valuing private companies is a lot more complex and a lot less transparent than valuing their public company siblings. <laughs> For public companies, valuation is measured by the company's market capitalization. You know, the current share price multiplied by the total number of outstanding shares. Simple. And Brett, this price changes every day that the stock market's open. But when valuing private companies, there ain't no quick <laughs> math equation for it. Nope. Some companies pitch their valuation based on revenue, others base it on a multiple of EBITDA. That's earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and <laughs> amortization. And ultimately, it's up to private investors to determine the price when the company raises money. Now, Canva's valuation is technically still $55 billion mm -hmm. because that's the most recent price that investors paid. Their valuation will only be revisited once they raise more capital or IPO. But Justin, unfortunately for Canva, Franklin Templeton ain't putting Canva in the best light for future oh, investors. No. For our second story, Stake, the Aussie share trading app brought home $50 million in fresh funding, which it has very promptly added to its war chest. Wowee, that's 90 mil in less than one year, my friend. Mm -hmm. Tell me more here. Bit of background, B-Man. Stake is an online trading platform that launched in Sydney back in 2017. It was one of the first Aussie platforms to offer commission-free brokerage yep. for US stocks here in Australia. And since then, it's got around 360,000 customers across its app. And a few more million-dollary <laughs> doodars in its bank, it would seem. Yeah, they banked 40 million million dollars in their Series A funding last year. And they just added to that Series A with another 50 million in fresh capital. And the reason, B-Man? Well, Stake reckons it's just adding into its war chest to weather a potential storm. Scary stuff, Justin. What is the key learning here? In the business world, companies like to refer to their cash reserves as their war chest. It ain't really to um, necessarily go to war, <laughs> but it'll definitely help them in times of economic uncertainty. Or when the right acquisition target waltzes along ready for the taking. Now, they're generally a good thing. I mean, who doesn't appreciate a rainy day fund? <laughs> but sometimes, Brett, having too much cash in a war chest can be seen as an inefficient use of capital. Why let it sit there where you can use that mullet to grow? Or investors might think, why let it sit there when you can give it to me <laughs> in the form of dividends? For our third and final story, Google's parent company, Alphabet, has reported weak earnings and revenue as YouTube showed particularly weak results. Tech is really copying it right now, B-Man. Tell me more. So Alphabet, which is the parent company, 
Facebook, Google, and YouTube, yep. they just released their results for the first three months of the year. And when Alphabet released its earnings, everybody is watching. Now, Justin, for the first time in a long time, things didn't look so good for them. Their revenue growth slowed around 34% compared to the same time last year. And old YouTube's ad revenue came in short. The good side, though? Google's cloud business grew 44%. But still, overall, Justin, investors not so thrilled, not so happy, Jan, at all, because shares dropped 3% to their lowest since May 2021. And Brett, it could spell some pretty bad news for other tech companies too, because Alphabet is a bellwether stock. Ah, so what's the key learning here? A bellwether stock is one that's seen as a leading indicator of the direction of a particular industry. I.e., when things are going well for this particular stock, things generally go well for that industry. And vice versa. Bellwether stocks are typically large cap, blue chip companies just like Alphabet. These are the type of companies that have their super big growth days already behind them. But economists certainly like to keep an eye on their performance as indicators of the market. Justin, a quick little shout out from Benji, who's loving the push notifications from the Flux app. Thanks, Benji. Our blood, sweat and tears go into those ones. If you want a big shout out, make sure you head over to Flux.Finance on Instagram and let us know who you want to shout out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.